Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Look Back Podcast with Sam and Maddie, brought to you by DrRoto.com. Get your daily prescription of fantasy sports. Maddie, how the hell are you today after... I felt like those were some good games yesterday. Like, I know we came last week and we were just like, it's never going to get better than this, because obviously that previous weekend's games were fantastic. But I was not disappointed with the level of play that we saw yesterday. Maybe as a if I was a Niners fan, I'd be disappointed. But overall, some pretty good games. I mean, there were some good games. I was excited because both of the teams that I had picked to go to the Super Bowl are now in the Super Bowl. So that's yeah. always a good feeling. You get to win money. You yes. get to be right. <laughs> it's Who fun to be right. That? I like being right. Yeah. No, I think we both had we both had Rams. We both had Bengals going on. Um, but, you know, it certainly looked in the first one like the Bengals were – not looking like they were ready to win it, but then of course Joe Burrow did Joe Burrow things. The defense stepped up massively, really caused um, yeah. caused uh, Mahomes to just completely stutter in terms of what he was planning on doing the entire game, and that was a that was a really fun turnaround. It really was. Um, I want to touch on the Bengals defense because yeah, wow. I mean, they came out and. They just shut down the Chiefs. That's all yeah. there was to it. The other thing with that is, remember how we talked about, I'm not confident in the Chiefs because mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes hasn't changed anything. What's up, Albert? Hey, Albert. Since the days where the Chiefs were not winning, right? Yes. The beginning of the season, everybody knows it was awful. And I remember talking to you about this. I was like, I'm not confident in the Chiefs solely because he hasn't made any changes. The defense has stepped up. Travis Kelsey stepped up a little bit. Tyreek Hill stepped up, but Patrick Mahomes was making the same bad decisions. We watched that happen. He said it himself. He was giving up mm -hmm. short little uh, chip shots just because he wanted to hold on for something longer. He was being stingy. You yeah. can't play like that. No, you really can't. And I think Patrick Mahomes is the reason why they lost that game. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. I mean, and also you just look at the the level of play as they kind of, you know, as it was coming down to the wire and you could just tell the, the Bengals wanted it more. And that might sound yeah. cliche and, and I'm sure in many ways it probably sounds very cliche, but you look at the sidelines and you look at the, the, what the, what the entire team was doing as a collective whole and the Bengals just wanted it more. And they I just mean, wanted it more. I was so excited. What I was also thinking the entire time watching, you know, the fourth quarter and watching overtime as well. And just watching Patrick Mahomes, like you're saying, just completely losing the faith in himself is what felt mm -hmm. like you were seeing. I just got so frustrated because I was like, Josh Allen should be here. Like, this doesn't make sense. Oh, absolutely. But this, is, but this is Mahomes. And had the Bills been there, I feel like the Bills would have won. Because, I mean, both levels of play from the Bengals and the Bills would have been a, we want it more and each going back and forth. Maybe that would have been the game that went into yeah. the 40s in terms of the score. But I feel like the Bills could have beaten the Bengals at the level of playing they were had the week before. And it just made me frustrated. Absolutely. I mean, everybody's talking about it. The BS little, a field goal is not enough for us. We're going to have to score here. Yeah. Mentality that they had going into the half. That yeah. was embarrassing. And yeah. 
And if you watch it back, Patrick Mahomes is the one saying, no, I got this. I got this. And then you're going to throw that short little dump. Throw it away at that point. Throw it away. Play smart. But he was so cocky. And then we watched it happen time after time again in the second half. And the thing that stinks is the Chiefs won in the trenches. Yeah. I mean, they did. Yeah. It, but I am excited for Burrow. Very excited yeah. Burrow for Burrow. I'm also very excited because, you know, Boomer Sooner, Samadre P. Ryan with that run into the end zone. I was just – I was not – Okay. Losing it. <laughs> I was screaming. I was like, yeah, let's go. He's the nicest guy. Love it. And I was just so happy for him. And then, yeah. of course, now Mixon is going. Jordan Evans is on that team. So, yep. It's I just- know. And, but also, you know, tiny sting as well for, you know, longtime Bengals fans that are looking at AJ Green's, you know, stats. And you just see the one year that he's not with the Bengals is the year that they go in the Super Bowl. That's just absolutely brutal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I read a stat somewhere that if Burrow can win a Super Bowl, oh, up, what Troy? is up? I'm so happy you're here. Thanks for tuning in, Troy. I appreciate you. It's not even <laughs> Thursday and I'm thirsty over here. <laughs> um, I know. If you know, Love you it. know. And if you, you know, know, you know. Yeah, just leave it at that. <laughs> I read a stat that if Burrow wins the Super Bowl, he will be the first person ever to win a national championship, the Heisman, and a Super Bowl. Wow. So now that makes me want to root for him. That makes me want more. Hit more for him. Absolutely. Cause, but this is, and we can switch to talk about the, the other game as well right now. I think this is a good transition point for it because you think about someone that you, you're looking forward to and you want them to win on the other side of the ball with the Rams and the, with Stafford, with Aaron Donald, with OBJ. I want them to get a ring too. This is going to yeah. be so tough. <laughs> I don't know if I include OBJ in that, but not so much. I mean, give him one less thing to one more thing to smile about. I'm I'm tired of the crying. I'm tired of the drama. So if if he gets a ring and we don't have to deal with that anymore, I'd be so much happier. So but then we have to deal with the boasting of like I told y'all, I told y'all. But that's true. That's true. Is it the lesser of two evils? I'm not sure. I'm but. Not sure. That game was also insane. I mean, on the one hand, Sean McVay doesn't care about timeouts and challenges and will challenge anything that does that. I mean, you're talking about a man who challenged one time in the regular season at the end of the season. Oh my God. Like, no, like there's so many other coaches throughout the NFL that all utilize their challenges so much more. And a lot of coaches that utilize them all the time and they shouldn't be using them, but to go and not use them at all, like you're saying, in the regular season. Only use it once. And then to use two on both plays that I was like, I wouldn't be trying to overturn this. I would save that. Like, yeah. I'd be holding on to that a little longer. Maybe so that I have an extra touchdown. Because also it was frustrating watching the pace of play of the Rams. They didn't have the urgency that they should have been playing with, in my opinion, if they were without those timeouts. It was, it was awful. Those were that terrible play calls. No, just terrible good. game management. And he knew even yeah. there was a couple of play calls that he was like, that was on me. You see it pan to the sideline and we're yeah. like, what was that? And he's like, that's on me. Oh my God. I know. And then there was a couple as well where Stafford was just doing a hail Mary play on first and 10. And I'm just like, this doesn't feel necessary. Also, your accuracy is not there, bro. Calm down. You're just, like, he almost had two devastating picks that got dropped and if so lucky they did if tart gets that pick it was yeah. game over 
Absolutely. It would have just fired up all the Niners fans in that stadium as well. And you would have just watched the tide turn red in the stadium. Like the fans would have just mm-hmm. gone absolutely nuts and it would have turned him to a Niners home game. Like the fact that he dropped that is going to be, he. It, he's probably still not sleeping. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I feel awful for him because yeah, that's brutal. The way it happened, it wasn't even just like it went through his hands. He, he had it caught and then it just came Bounced. out. But yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. that's bad. That's bad. But I do feel bad for him because that's a lot. Um, yeah. yeah s- s- we've talked about that before, too. Stafford has that savior complex, and mm-hmm. he's got to calm down. Yeah. Cooper Cup, though. My goodness, Cooper Cup. I he's know. A I mean, how do you defend Cooper Cup? But also, you've had the entire season to learn how to cover someone like Cooper Cup. Like, this is no mystery. We knew who this guy was. So the fact that the Niners just couldn't find an answer for him is also like, you've had time to do your homework. This is the big test. What are you doing? Like you're fumbling. It was terrible. Right. Troy saying they, he definitely has nightmares about that drop. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> it's really funny because the Niners were so focused on, I mean, they played lights out in the trenches on both sides of the ball. The Niners did. Yeah. I mean, LA had a really good game plan, but as mm-hmm. far as, the Niners really did a great job about trying to stop the run a little bit for yeah. the Rams. It's just Stafford doesn't even look that way. I I don't know. I also – I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. Do you feel like Shanahan is too conservative? I, I felt like he felt conservative yesterday, and that was kind of confusing to me as well. I'm like, I feel like I'm missing some trick plays. I feel like I'm missing some things here – that should be lighting up this game for the Niners. And I felt like that was missing and that was a bit confusing for me. When we got to the play and it was fourth and two, mm-hmm. I was like, you have to go for it, right? Yeah. Like they have a, you, you know, they have a play for that in the playbook, Mo- probably multiple. I just don't understand. And then you take a delay of game on top of that. I know. So bad. I, just brutal. I don't know. I it's just like I had there was a lot of questionable play calling game management that went into this weekend. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of a lot of I question feel like marks. Andy Reid had that as well. Yeah, that was another one that surprised me as well, just in terms of just in terms of the play calling and just in terms of yeah, just game management. It just felt slightly off. It was confusing. Right. Right. I don't like it. I didn't like it either. Um, but yeah. I I wondered what you thought about that because I've I've kind of been thinking I feel like it was way too conservative. I yeah. feel like it that I don't think that they came out and gave it their all. And no. I know the Rams were hungry. You could tell that but they didn't even get a sack until the end of the game. To the very end of the, the game. The very end of the game. I mean, Which obviously game. you saw you saw Aaron Donald and you saw Von Miller, you saw them all getting after it. And there were definitely opportunities they could have gotten to him and then they got stopped or they tripped all over themselves trying to make the sack. And so that was kind of frustrating too, of like they had the energy, but it wasn't like, they just didn't seem as strong for some reason. And I'm sure that I'll get someone that's upset with me for saying that they didn't seem that strong, but like they would just felt like they were missing a beat. I felt like they were strong. I felt like the 49ers offensive line played really well. 
there was a couple of things that I was just like, wow. But then also I felt like the Rams defense up front played really well. There's a few things I, I might break down this tape and like put some things out, but the trenches were a beautiful place this weekend. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Beautiful. Where games were won and games were lost. It was just, it was a lot of craziness, but I mean, okay, let's go down to the last play of the game for the Niners and the Rams and just the dump off half pass that Garoppolo had that was just the saddest thing as you watched it I mean you you saw the tape again you said okay he did have a clean line of sight to his guy but But you don't throw that when you're already almost down you throw it away before you're sacked or as you're about to get sacked not when you're on the ground that's yeah oh that's so frustrating (laughs) no I don't think anyone can make those passes unless they're josh mm-hmm. allen or patrick mahomes and they're horizontal and but they have that's what, a good target but it's garoppolo yeah, he can't make that pass <laughs> but even patrick mahomes like all of his interceptions i felt like at the beginning of the year were that stupid thing where it's just like you're sacked give yeah. it up buddy take yeah. the l like <laughs> just you take th- it just you throw it and it's interception anyways okay go ahead but no. yes back no. to jimmy g I mean, you look at that kind of a play and it's just, it's absolutely brutal insult to injury for him. Obviously, I think all of us feel the same thing that we are not going to be seeing Jimmy Garoppolo in a Niners jersey next season. I don't think so. But then there's that. They, do do you really think they're cutting, cutting him? I mean, I could see them trading him and just saying like, okay, you know, we made it that far with you. We need another spark of magic. Let's just get because let's just get this crew up with Trey Lance. Let's get another veteran uh, back to have as a backup. And they're just ready to move on. I could absolutely see that. I just it's going to take the right team to be able to leverage Jimmy G. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But, you know, it is. We're now in a league in a situation where there's going to be a lot of quarterback hungry teams that I'm sure would say, hey, you know what? You made it this far in the playoffs. Let's go ahead and let's make a trade. Let's make this move. And we can pivot that right into talking about another team that may or may not be without their starter. And that would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because on Mm -hmm. Saturday, Adam Schefter announced that Tom Brady was retiring. And as of today, that is a maybe it's day to day, according to Brady on his own podcast. He is day to day. So he is not officially retired yet. (laughs) I feel like he's retired. I I think that it's a control thing. I think he wants to have it his way. If I'm putting my money on it, Brady is retired, but we're going to find out when Brady wants us to find out. Brady, it's not his style to dump it during the AFC NFC championship weekend. It's not his style to dump it right before the Super Bowl. Definitely not. I mean, his style is what he did when he went and left uh, New England. And that was post a cryptic black and white photo on Instagram walking away from the field. So I'm sure he had a post lined up and, you know, this got leaked and Adam just jumped all over it and said it's out there. And I'm sure that Brady was like, no, this isn't the way I wanted it. (laughs) Right. I I haven't heard any denial, but. I'm sure it's tough for him too. You know, anybody who's been an athlete, you know how hard it is to give up a sport that you love. When it's been 22 years of your life playing the professional sport, this is his entire life he's been playing this sport. That's insane to think, like, where do you go from there? So I'm sure that part's hard. But at the same time, like, he's old. And, like, this was their year that, like, they should have ran it back. You know, Gronk 
is old. Yeah. His favorite people. They're running out of targets in Tampa Bay. I yeah. just I really think that this is I think he's recognizes this is his time. This is his time. Yeah. I just I, think that it's going to be off season before we hear anything. And I felt like it should have been off season until we heard anything. You know, give the man some time. Like literally the next day after their loss, probably not even the next day. It was probably still circulating as soon as the Bucks did lose that final playoff game was is this it for Brady is he retiring? Can we just give the goat, you know, can we give him those couple weeks of just, you know, going and doing the off season with his family and then letting him make the decision? Do we really need to be hammering the front door saying you done? Are you done? Are you done? Can we call you done now? So we can we roll all the tape? Can yeah. you just give me a minute? I'm tired. I'm still in the ice bath. Let's just pump the brakes. I mean, it was before he was off the field. They were yes. saying that on air. Yeah. Like, could this be the last time we see Tom Brady? Like, what? Did we need that? Yeah. Did any of us need this anxiety? Can right we now? even celebrate a win? Like no. celebrate the other team who's moving on? I, don't I know. know. That also great point. I mean, that t- steals the thunder of the team that won and moved on. So just, you know, it sucks because like I'm I feel like I got really mad at the media this weekend and then I'm like, you know, I know I'm going to be hosting a podcast on Monday, too. So it's not like I'm making things any better. But at the same yeah. time, you know, I don't I I respect the man too much to just try and be like, you done, you done. And just like he, he should be done. Like he's over. Like no. I will say and no offense to the media, because obviously, like we work with several people that are prominent in the media, but I would have much rather heard from Tom Brady. I'm retiring. This is it. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about all the greats. I I vividly remember Michael Jordan's second retirement. Yeah. I remember these big players saying, "I'm not. I, I'm done." That was stolen from us as fans, which is yes. kind of disheartening. Like Shefty, that's awesome. You know, we know that you're the ultimate insider. Okay, like you're yeah. GG of. Gossip Girl for anybody who doesn't get that reference. <laughs> you are Gossip Girl, the damn the Dan Humphrey of the NFL. Like we get it, you're the ultimate insider. But let us have that from from the goat himself. Like I would have loved to be able to hear him say this is it without Adam Schefter reporting Tom Brady is retired and we read it like that. I know that you know it was so lackluster and you know I just I see it as an ESPN notification on my phone I agree with you completely yeah. that's not the way I want to find out that Brady's retiring just did it oh like no that's he deserves so much more than that I completely agree I you know and it, on a, in one sense too I also would love the idea of him having you know had the moment to have the goodbye, the farewell game. Like we knew this, the buzz was circulating that Ben was like, this was likely Ben's last season. And I think that he was happy with the way that that was coming out because fans were able to come to that last game, the last two games and know that they were likely to see their hero quarterback for the last time. So that was kind of a nice way of him saying goodbye to the fans as well. That's Mm -hmm. kind of, sad to me that Brady's not if he does retire this offseason he's not going to have that moment as well because I think back to when Drew Brees left the stadium during the COVID era without fans and you just watch him leaving an empty quiet stadium and just looking around now that broke my heart oh I cried (laughs) I'm a softie though it's just I only cry at sports I literally cry at nothing else (laughs) it's a whole different type of emotion it is I watched Joe Mixon in a post-game interview and he had tears in his eyes. I was bawling like a baby. I didn't even know him. 
I don't even know you, but I feel you. Yeah. I'm right there. We went to the same college. That's about it. But no, it's, I feel like, I feel like it was stolen from us as fans. Yeah. And it's not, it's not fair. I do think that that would have been amazing, amazing to be able to say, you know, this, this is probably his last game. Yeah. But I kind of knew we weren't really going to get that with Tom Brady. Yeah. Unless it was going into a Super Bowl. Sure. And then we might have that conversation. But then again, I mean, you would ask him that question and he would likely be like, you know, what? I'm just kind of focusing on winning this game. Can we not talk about the end of my career right now? And I've got to go focus on beating this other team. I also feel like he's that level competitor that wouldn't want to have to deal with those media questions right before the big game as well. Well, yeah, that's not where his focus is. No. And he's a goat. It should be focused on winning. So Mm -hmm. ah, just brutal. But let's go back to the task at hand. We have two weeks now before we get to watch the Super Bowl and get watch these two teams duke it out. Do we do we break down right now who we think is going to win or do we need more time to digest? Because I know that you and I are both the type of people that have these games recorded and we're going to go back and watch it over again to figure out exactly who we think is going to be most likely to take home the big trophy. You're giving me time to overthink, huh? Um, (laughs) Honestly, I would like to be able to break down the film a little bit more. I have who I think, who I think is going to win. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've got to look at some stuff. I got to figure out what's going on in the tight end position too. Are we yeah. are we going to get these guys back? Are we not? I mean, really, it didn't look like we were going to get Higby back. I mean, he the, it, the knee injury looked brutal. I don't think we'll get him. It looked so bad. But he's saying that it's just a sprain and that he thinks there's a good chance he's coming back. And then, well, of Uz- course, he's saying that. <laughs> Uzoma said the same thing. So I'm just like, I don't know. That's why yeah. I, I need to give it a few days. Give it a few days. Let we'll it give simmer. It a couple- couple practices definitely i feel like we have nfl honors coming up we have we do pro bowl stuff yeah i i love this time of year we got senior bowl this week uh there's Mm -hmm. there's just so much good stuff to break down how do you feel about the pro bowl i mean i'm glad that they did kind of add those like little fun side mini game things that they've got going on now that definitely the like skill set yeah the skill set thing those are really fun i like to see that like that's to me, that fun level of like kind of backyard game that I want to yeah. see these guys play because they shouldn't be out there killing themselves. They're in the off season. They should have fun. So those, those yeah. to me, I'm looking forward to. 100%. And it's just like in basketball, we, everybody loves the slam dunk contest. Everybody's oh, going to yeah. make fun of me for saying slam dunk, the dunk contest, the three point contest, all of the things like that's what we like to see. It's going to be the same thing with this NFL honors. I cry every single year. Every yes. single year. It's an emotional time. And also, you know, we've got the Olympics coming up soon, which I don't know how you feel about the Olympics. For me, I'm, you know, just next level nerd when it comes to the Olympics. And I cry at every opening ceremony, like just like full on, just like ugly tears. Like <laughs> they're achieving their dreams. I just like, <laughs> I can't like, it's just so emotional. So I don't know if you want to do a special like Olympics podcast this off season, but I'm totally down. I'd be totally down. Just don't make me try to perform anything. No, I again. And I please don't put my ugly cry on camera. It's not cute. No, I'll have like a separate little photo that we can throw over our Just faces graphic. when we start to like, you know, this is the crying graphic. <laughs> We're not going to be showing that. What happened to the video. broadcast? They're just crying. Give them a second. Give them a minute. It'll be all right. All right. So then what we can do is next week we can come back and you and I can break down who we think is going to be able to bring home the Lombardi trophy for this Super Bowl. 
I think we should do like who we think and why. Who we think kind and why. I like it. Dive into some details. Yeah. Does it have to be uh, on college ruled paper? Is this like an essay format? Do I need to cite my sources? No, I, I think it can be casual. Like, okay. Um, who, okay, if you had to give MVPs to both NFC and AFC from these games, okay. Yeah, we've got Bash World joining us saying that the Bengals are going to be winning the Super Bowl. I like it. Well, guys, drop it in the comments. Who do you think is going to be take, bringing home the Lombardi Trophy? If, Let's if the go. Bengals win the Super Bowl, I might have to buy a cigar just so I can smoke with Joe Burrow. Yeah. Actually, I might have to do the same because the only time I ever smoke a cigar is if I'm drinking like a like a good bourbon or uh, an old fashioned out with my friends. And like that's a specific occasion because I feel like those pair so nicely, but yeah. I don't go out of my way for cigars. But maybe for the Super Bowl, for a borough Super Bowl, I might have to do it. I'm not even that cool. I've never really smoked. I just feel just, like I'd want to just for it's just, just for funsies. I need to fun experience for funsies. it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Just it's an experience. But, you know. Uh, okay. MVP, you have to pick one from AFC, NFC from the past weekend. Okay. Who do you pick? It's hard to not say Cooper Cup because he's Cooper Cup. It is. And the man shows up. The man's consistent. He's consistent every quarter. That's the thing that I think I love most about watching him play is that there's not a single drive where you think – he was phoning it in or he was just running a route just to run the route, just to be a decoy. He takes every single down so seriously. So for me, <laughs> probably has to be Cooper Cup from that one. And then, I mean, probably have to just be Joe Burrow on the Bengals side. It's tough to call between him and Chase because Chase was getting doubled and just smothered so much that throughout the game. But he still just came out and finally was getting the job done, got the catches he needed to get. It's just, it's got to be Joe Burrow. I mean, I, I don't want to say Stafford because I felt like he made several mistakes. And there were some very like obvious mistakes on his part, but Burrow was just like you were saying the week before, you know, he can take it on the chin when he gets sacked. He getting can take pummeled. it on the chin. He was getting yeah. pummeled. He can take it and he just stands back up and he's like, he doesn't even need to shake it off. He's just ready for the next one. So for me, I think it's got to be, it's got to be Burrow on the opposite side for you. Yeah. Actually, those were my exact ones. I will say I have an honorable mention. Okay. Aaron Donald. I don't know if you watched this um, during the Rams game where he was like on the sideline, like getting after the guys. That leadership was so inspiring to me. I have no yeah. idea what he was saying, but I was just like ready to run through a wall for him. I'm pretty sure he was saying something to the effect of, I want that ble bleeping ring. Let's go get this bleeping ring. Let's go do this. Like some sort of bleeping <laughs> there there was some definite bleeping in there there was definitely um, bleeping <laughs> so that's an honorable mention but i don't know i don't know how you don't choose cooper cup you know i think unless aaron donald gets something like four sacks on joe burrow in the super bowl and the rams win maybe then aaron donald gets it but um you know it's cooper cups just paved the way this season with the stats that he's put up so consistently and I feel like when we when you talk about an MVP, you have to consider like if I remove this player from the game, could this team still win? Oh, if you yeah. remove Cup or you remove Burrow from either one of those teams, it would have been a loss, one hundred percent. No chance, no chance. I don't no think chance. I you I can go so far as to say like they wouldn't have made the playoffs 
with those players. Like mm. 110%. They would not be the teams that they are today without those players this entire season. It's just insane. We do have Bash World asking and wanting to know our opinion who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. We got we need time. There's so many things to consider. They're like right here for me. Like I want to say the Bengals, but then the Rams defense when they're on, they are on. The Aaron issue blanking Donald. The issue is is I have who I who I think will win and who I want to win and they're differing right now. You know. Same. And for me, I I kind of want the Bengals to win because I just love the story. But then I feel like you know, Sean McVay is a fantastic coach, you know, stupid timeouts blown this weekend aside. Like he is a fantastic coach and I'm sure that he is going to drop an amazing play scheme to, to, you know, get at Joe Burrow. But at the same time, it's just ah, the story. I just can't the swagger. Like I, ah. it's a swagger. I mean, he came off of people thought that he wasn't going to come back from that injury. I had that conversation with many people who definitely I asked, I was like, can he come back? Can he come back and be something? And then I had doubts whenever I'm like, okay, we're not going to draft any offensive linemen and we're going to take just like a weapon. Like hopefully he can get the ball off. And then my foot was in my mouth, thankfully throughout the whole season. I want this so bad for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I want this for Bengals fans. They deserve it. They deserve it. Nobody expected the Bengals to be here. Not no. even the Bengals. And I I really want it. I want it for them. But the offensive line worries me. I'm worried that they're, they're going to stack. They're going to bunch. They are going to overload both sides of that line. And they're not going to know where it's coming from. And it's just going to be attack mode. And I think Burrow can handle it. But what happens if one hit just goes in too strong? Yeah. You know? But then again, like I was impressed things were going chaotic and he uses his legs. He escaped mm-hmm. a little bit. I was like, yeah. who are you? Wow. <laughs> so yeah. everybody levels up in the playoff. Once you get to this level, you have to level up. Yeah. And I feel like the Bengals have done that. I think that they're going to continue. But uh, I don't know. I want the Bengals to win. I'm just – I'm not I'm not there yet to say that they are. Yeah, it's not 100%. I feel the same way. It's it's tough but because and I also just, you know, just for the love of the game aspect, you know, I there's reasons I want both teams to win, but it can't happen that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone someone's got to win, someone's got to lose. That's just the nature of the game. I do think that it it will be a good game. Oh yeah. I'm I I think I'm really excited about the matchup. Um, for that reason that I'm looking forward to watching this game. This is going to be a really fun game to watch. I'm excited. Oh my goodness, Jeremy. You did it. Did you just manifest it? <laughs> thick six to win the Super Bowl. Yes, let's do it. You guys, if there is a thick six in the Super Bowl, just know there's a good chance I'm just like, I'm not okay. Somebody <laughs> just go ahead and call Tulsa PD and just put a watch out for me. Yes, I, I might do that actually. <laughs> It, be a telephone number. I will lose my mind. I will lose my mind. Can someone just please send someone over to check on check on Maddie Kroll. Why? Uh, there was a thick six in the Super Bowl, and I know she's not okay. A <laughs> uh, what? What was that? I don't have time to explain, officer. This is important. <laughs> Find her. No, Find I will her. lose my mind. She's okay. 
<laughs> Jeremy, thank you for manifesting that. Yes, thank you so MVP. much. MVP. Kyle also wants to know, uh, does Maddie have a thick six rankings for potential players? Maybe a top six? <laughs> I think there's a good chance we get a thick pick six. A pick thick six. I think is how I worded it. Pick thick six. I like a pick it. thick six. I a think defensive thick six. Yeah. I don't know. I think that going back on the season, you should go through and uh, rank your top six thick sixes oh. of the season. Oh, yeah. I'm for sure going to do that. At the end of the year, at the end of the season, once all the games are over, I'm going to go back through and rank all of them. And yes. I'm going to just really nerd out on it. You know Love what, it. Kyle? Next week, I'll have uh, rankings for potential players. I'll give go. you some scenarios. We'll make it a whole thing. Love it. Thanks, Kyle, for that one. Really appreciate it. And uh, any Ooh, last words? Reader. <laughs> reader. Oh, yeah. DJ Reader. like that one. Um, any last thoughts before we sign off for today? What a good weekend of football we had. What a good weekend of football. Yes. We didn't have any blowouts. We were entertained. Got we were entertained. <laughs> Kyle, uh, I'm assuming Stafford will throw the pick. <laughs> Maybe. I didn't say it. I mean, I think if I had to bet who throws, who throws an interception in this Super Bowl, it would be Stafford first. Top of my list. But Jeremy also saying, also need a breakdown of linemen for the draft. Um, Albert saying, who was the player that intercepted Mahomes? Uh, that was, oh, I don't remember. I mean, I need to go back and look. It's the last. I don't remember. Albert, I don't know. I just worked a whole day of looking at teeth. I'm sorry. I will go back and watch game film. Usually that's what we, like, I'm able to break down a little bit, and I did not do that this week. I was like, it's basically two games. It's all I'm going to, I'm going to remember everything, and I did Kyle it. trying to help us out here saying it's probably it Von Bell. Von I don't know that it was, was it? him. I don't think it was. I Google it. Yeah, not quite sure. We'll get back to you. Following up on that. Anything that you would like to say? You know, I'm just very grateful for the weekend of football, you know, trying to not also dwell on the fact that the season is ending because that is always a sad time that football is over, but also looking forward to the time off so that, you know, we can go off season scheme for more stuff to be recording this off season. There's plenty that I want to cover in terms of the incoming rookies and the draft class and that'll be coming out. I know you do as well on that. Mm -hmm. So that'll be fun. So guys like make sure that you subscribe and to follow us so that you can not miss on any of the good off season content. Cause we don't really take an off season, like maybe a week we'll take off, but we'll be right back at it. Trying to bring you guys as much analysis as we possibly can. Yeah. We're obsessed. We can't leave it alone. We can't, we, we have, we have a problem, but it's a problem. But it's not a problem. I'm, a, I'm good with it. It's a good time. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. We like to have a good time. Yes, please do. Thank you guys again for listening to Look Back Podcast with Sam and Maddie. Check out all the other content, seasonal and DFS tools, as well as premium access to our staff for all your fantasy sports questions in the members-only Discord right here at drota.com. Have a wonderful week, guys, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drodo.com. And until the next visit, be well.